Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I'm Vivian McKinnon, and I just took a nice dose of my sensual lover tincture blend, and I haven't taken it in a while, and I'm just always so delighted by its effects. It's, um, yeah, it's a... It's a beautiful blend. I these these herbs, these plants really sit with me and bring me inner calm, peace, but also like energy, like inward flow. It's really beautiful. Um, yeah, if you haven't tried it, you should give it a try. It's got damiana, cacao nib, cinnamon, and kava kava. So just lots of. Um, beautiful herbs for getting your blood flowing. Um, and yeah, I'm just like a little update. Oh, this pregnancy is going so well. I'm feeling absolutely incredible. And unlike I've ever felt in pregnancy before, and just reveling in it, really choosing um, to see myself in all of my beauty which can be so hard to do, you know, I, I enjoy the version of me that's smaller and fitter and um, I feel like it's easier to move my body. I love that and, and I have more energy. I love that version of myself, but this is the first pregnancy where I'm really being soft and gentle and loving and just letting myself like lean into um, the sweetness of, of all the, the change that I once, you know, at once just would label as like miserable and uncomfortable. And now I'm like, oh, this is really beautiful. And my growing body and my thickening thighs, ooh, my thighs get thick. They're so beautiful. And yeah, I feel a lot of love for my body right now. So how's everyone doing? I've been oh, on just there's so much happening every day. You know, I feel like when you start doing the work to heal it, if you're, if you're showing up every day and you're taking the lessons every day and just falling face first into the beautiful, mysterious, juicy divinity of life, it's, it's quite incredible how how quickly things can change for the better and how many like downloads like spiritual downloads you can have and and the life lessons just keep teaching me i just feel like such a grateful student right now a very grateful life student right now there's so much happening all around me teaching me all the time all of these moments and all of these different relationships and I can see myself showing up differently I feel it in my heart I'm not just telling myself I'm showing up differently I feel the I feel it in my heart and 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 I know it's happening in my heart because my nervous system is calm my nervous system is not wrecked I'm not frazzled I'm not consumed with emotions. I'm 
just that peace and of course the emotions happen and I let them you know roll through me and I experience it and then I I release them and it's just been this beautiful journey so the lessons keep coming because they always will no matter how much you learn and how much how much insight you you receive downloads you receive and how wise you become that's the beauty of life life will always find ways to challenge you and indeed I'm constantly being challenged and it's really beautiful I'm very proud of myself and I it, that's funny it, that can be that can be like an, an awkward thing to say I know in my past that felt really awkward to say but I'm not scared to say it anymore same thing with you know stepping into just my beauty and being able to say wow I'm very beautiful and you know wow I'm very proud of myself I'm doing the work and it's showing because my life is unfolding in this really spectacular way and every single day I truly look around and I say like well actually Steve says this <laughs> every single day he says today is the best day ever and Brett and I always laugh because David Wolf always says that. He's like, I hope you have the best day ever. That's like one of his things. And I truly, I'm like starting to feel that like every single day, no matter what, I'm like, today feels like the best day ever. I'm so at peace with where my life is and so full of joy and gratitude. So I have something juicy I want to get into today because I have a very, very, very loud voice when it comes to this. And I think, all right, well, let me just share it. Um, the topic I'm going to get into today, today is why are women paying money to poison themselves? And obviously that can go in so many directions, but I guess my biggest concern with this topic is that there is a very clear normalization of women taking on certain things that are not good for you. In one way or another, they are toxic. And I'm... You know, this is such a, this can be such a controversial thing to talk about because, you know, when you talk about women, the assumption is, well, women's rights and yes, of course, women's rights. Yes, you absolutely have the right um, to alter your body in any way you like and, I, I, you know, do what you must. However, I'm not going to pretend like I think it's healthy or safe or it's coming from the right place when you choose these things because a lot of it really is cultural conditioning and normalization. A lot of things become normalized that are not normal, that are not healthy, that have nothing to do with the organic biology of being a human or what our original, you know, human <laughs> purpose is and especially when you're starting to take on things that are causing you problems and you're choosing it you're electing it 
and you're not you're not really paying attention to how you're poisoning yourself. I don't know how else to say it. How you are poisoning yourself. This is a conversation that I think needs to happen more often because I'm curious how many women would maybe reconsider some of these decisions if they were really being presented with this side of the argument rather than well everyone does it. Perfect example. And let's start with this Botox, right? The injections, the fillers, all of that everyone's doing it. Oh my God, you know somebody that's doing it. The normalization is what gets people to jump on board. But you will never convince me that injecting synthetic materials into my body is good for me. It's just not something you can convince me of. And what's What's really worrisome is that the normalization, you know, when you see these ads, when I remember a few years back, I went over to my mother-in-law's house to watch one of these shows, these like award shows. I don't watch stuff like that, but she was having a party, invited me and I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll come. I'll come check it out. Sure, that could be fun. And in like during this show that like all these people are watching they have like this whole segment of just talking about how amazing Botox is and how someone watching is gonna win this amazing Botox session I'm like so just disturbed like I like wow we're nor this is normalized to the point where it's like don't you want to win this free gift and <laughs> like there's so many aspects to it, okay? So one being you work hard, you make money, and then you put, then you invest your money. Like, I mean, how you spend your money is an investment. That's a very like simple conclusion, right? You're investing your money in things that are just not good for you. Maybe they give you temporary like self-esteem, but I, 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 my belief is that even that is fleeting because if you're, if you're investing that much money into the materialistic, the superficial, I, it's not to say that you're not doing the internal work, but often those doing a lot of that internal work also, in, and you're tapping into your intuition and you're focused on your health and improving your health, often those people are aware whether through research or through just intuitive understanding that a lot of these uh normalized behaviors are very toxic so i'm talking any kind of injection um all of the implants um for anyone who doesn't want to hear this sorry i'm gonna say it your fake nails like your Who's thinking about this? I just, I feel like a lot of people are not thinking about it. Like you're literally just layering chemicals on your nail bed and your nail bed's like a porous, like an interesting place. It's like so porous and absorbent. You're absorbing a lot there. And it's just like, and if you think about like it, it's porous perhaps because that part of your body really needs to like kind of breathe. So... 
like I said, I'm not, I'm not really, I've said this many times, I'm not really much of a researcher <laughs> on a lot of things. For me, it's, I, I really just step into like, what is my intuition telling me on this? And I, I trust that. And like, intuitively, I'm like, that's, I see how, I see the visual appeal. Of course, I, sometimes I see like a video or whatever. And you know, someone with like the interesting, pretty nails, like, oh, that's like, that's its look. I, I, I can appreciate um, the visual like stimulation of that, but I will always, always like admire health over superficial like beauty. Um, but yeah, the fake nails is a really big one because I see that that's just so common now. Um, dyeing your hair, putting all of these chemicals on your head, I've also heard a lot about even even those that are opting for like the natural dyes or the henna and all that. There's even, you know, just a lot of exposure to heavy, intense ingredients and all that's going, you know, it's right by your brain. Like, okay, that's, you know, that's just the reality. You're How often are you dyeing your hair, especially if you're dyeing it to like get rid of grays or whites or whatever? And that's something that I, <laughs> Brett teases me because he's like always walking in on me or I'm always bringing up my grays because I have a lot of grays coming in and I fucking love them. Like I love my grays. I see them. I have so many. I just turned 33 and I have so many grays and they're like right on the front of my head and I just have no shame. I'm like, look at them. They're so beautiful. They're so badass. Like why would I, you know, and that's my own perspective. I get, I get, I get that might be hard for it that might be hard for a lot of people to just see that and just love that. Like it can be hard to love parts of ourselves, but it also is like very healing and nourishing to love something that's the most natural thing in the world, which is aging. And, you know, the beauty of aging is like, you're also taking all of this wisdom and insight and experience with you into your elder years. So I just don't fear aging. That's, you know, and that I think contributes my mentality about aging obviously contributes to why I have such a big voice about all this. Cause I'm like, let the wrinkles show. I don't, I'm not interested in, and we've all, I assume we've all heard the whole thing with like Botox. Like once you've numbed out for a certain amount of time, once you've numbed out the muscles that are needed to perform certain facial expressions to express your emotions. If you numb out those muscles and you can't express those emotions via your facial muscles anymore, you actually like stop being able to feel those emotions. Like apparently that's a thing. Now don't like hold me to that, but that's something I've heard actually several times. And I'm like, holy shit. I wonder how many women that are getting regular Botox and just like, whoop, look how good I look, are actually thinking about, holy shit, could I possibly stop feeling certain emotions because of this choice? Like, that's really trippy. And, and it's like, um, you know, there at least should be this informed consent. Like, people should really be given an opportunity to know the repercussions uh, of of making these choices. Another one is the breast implants. Holy moly, have you looked up 
the stories and heard women's stories on the explants and how many women have had such awful, miserable experiences, experience with their breast implants. And this isn't, I mean, it is talked about once you seek out this community, but on any kind of mainstream, this doesn't really seem too like commonly talked about it. Why? Because there's probably too much money in it. Too many people are making a lot of money by convincing women that, you know, and so, you know, that it's double-sided, all of these things. It's double-sided. Let's say breast implants. Okay, so you're paying a lot of money. You're undergoing a very invasive surgery. You are putting a for, for, two foreign objects into your body that are made of chemicals. And what the a common thing is that the explant like explodes or leaks and... All of that is just seeping into your body, okay? And in so many of the awful side effects women experience, I mean, just, I don't want to go, I don't, I don't have anything off the top of my head. It's really easy to go look it up, um, but it's, it's awful. I mean, you basically have like a full body, m many women can have these full body immunity reactions, or it can just be like mild, but like consistent pain, um, like inability to use their hips or inability to use their, their legs. They have all these issues with their legs. I mean, it goes all over the place. It's, it's unbelievable how many ways your body can be affected when you do something invasive like that. You know, you can do it on your breasts and then you're having all these crazy effects on your legs. It's interesting. So not only are you having these physical reactions, but more or less, you are telling your body when you make a decision like that, you are telling yourself, you are telling your body, you are not good enough as is. You are not beautiful enough. You are not lovable enough. You are not good enough. So I must alter you permanently in a dangerous way so you can be better and that's that whether you sub whether you consciously or subconsciously or you're not conscious at all you are you are very much lowering your self-worth you're 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 telling yourself within internally telling yourself a story of worthy of, of a lack of worthiness and that goes for all of these things so let's talk about another one that I have a big opinion on and it's makeup I mean I'm I'm all for I know makeup can be really fun I've had a lot of fun with makeup in my life I honestly haven't worn I think I wore makeup once in the past five years maybe twice um and before that, maybe, you know, I think it was maybe about, maybe about five years ago where I just stopped wearing makeup entirely, maybe a little bit more. And, and at this point I don't even own any. And every once in a while I'm like, oh, but I wouldn't mind putting on some eyeliner or, you know, finding like a nice brow filler. My eyebrows are annoyingly blonde. I look like I have no eyebrows once I'm like halfway through spring. Um... 
or a little bit of mascara like ooh, I could I could do these cute things um, and I'll be like okay cool let me go see let me go see what like organic makeup brands there are so I'll go do it I'll go do my research and even any of the brands that label themselves as organic look at the ingredients like hell no I don't want your hydrogenated oil on my face because anyone who's like health conscious knows that hydrogenated oil isn't good for you. It's not good in your food that you eat, obviously, but anything you put on your body is also absorbed into your body. So I also don't want that in in on my face, on anywhere on my skin. Um, and there's like, yeah, that's like full of a lot of really gross ingredients. I'm like, I wouldn't eat that, so I'm not putting that on my body. Um, and I always walk away from it and I'm just like, yeah, not doing the makeup thing. It just, and I was talking to my beautiful friend Sydney about this a couple days ago because we, she's also, she's such a gorgeous, naturally beautiful woman and she doesn't wear makeup. And so it's so fun to hang out with her. We're just, we're just two women just like rocking our natural beauty. And, you know, I mentioned to her and she's laughing because she was saying she feels the same way. I'm like, makeup, whenever I put on makeup, I, first of all, like, don't really recognize myself. I'm like, who are you? I mean, I haven't done this in a while, but last time I did. Um, and I also, not only when I look at myself in the mirror with makeup on, but often when I see other women with a lot of makeup on, it looks very clowny to me. It's got, like, a very clown kind of look. Like, and I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just, you know, if I was, I'm, I'm bringing the innocence of, like, a child <laughs> perspective to it where it's like oh I don't I don't mean I, I I don't want to say that to anybody and I I don't I'm not trying to be mean but like well like makeup now when I see heavy makeup on of course there's some like really beautiful soft gentle makeup that women pull off really nicely but often most of the way I see makeup done it just has a very like a clown kind of look to me and I'm like I don't want to look like a clown I don't want to I don't want to put stuff on my body that makes me look like a clown <laughs> So yeah, it's, uh, and I mean, and then there's the other side of makeup that's like you're clogging your pores, you're putting these chemicals right by your eyes. Eyes are such a sensitive area if you're using like the foundations and cover kind of, I don't even know the fucking names of any of these things because I literally don't use them. Um, all of these like glittery, the glitter, like all that in your body, all the plastics, all of the weird unhealthy ingredients and for all the women that are like doing this day after day after day, I, my heart goes out to you. I'm not judging you. Um, but I will like, I would love to encourage you to reconsider what you're doing to yourself because you're you are paying a lot of money because makeup is fucking expensive. You are paying a lot of money to poison yourself. And yes, maybe it's like low level poisoning. Maybe you like don't really feel like I don't feel like I'm sick or anything but you know we are being poisoned on so many levels these days just look up in the sky yes those are chemtrails all over the place they're spraying chemicals into the sky they're putting so many chemicals in the water that we drink and we bathe in the even the fucking ocean and like the lakes and rivers everything's just got shit in them and the you know, the fucking roundup they're spraying all over your city and your town. You're getting that in your body, that 
disgusting glyphosate that's causing a lot of health issues. Um, I mean, the food that people are eating, most of the food people are eating is not actual food. It's just a bunch of filler ingredients that are not good for you. You know, all of these awful seed oils that are being consumed all the time. It's really unbelievable how many ways we're being poisoned. So then, you know, not only these ways that like you have no control, like I, I have no idea how to go about getting these companies to stop spraying chemicals in the sky, but I can control the food I'm putting into the, or the ingredients I'm putting into the food I cook and you know, what I'm putting on my body. So I can, I like to control what I can. And then the rest I'm like, okay, good thing. Our bodies are really beautiful at detoxing and, um, you know, purging what's not serving us. If we are willing to do the things to encourage that, like, detox um but yeah the the makeup is like that's a you know it's been so normalized that who you know it's like everybody wears makeup and wants makeup and little girls are like I want makeup and you know it's there's like little girl makeup I remember when I was a little kid and my mom would take us to like Walmart and she'd be like okay and this I thought this was so fun when I was little she would take me and my cousins and we'd go late at night it would be like a girl's night and she would take us and we'd each get to pick out like some little makeup things and all that and oh my god I love doing that and plus my mom that's so sweet and loving but I'm like as now as a parent I'm like I'll have to find something similar that's like not like this like nasty we're normalizing like poisoning ourselves right I'm gonna keep saying this because it's unbelievable how much it's normalized and we're not really willing to call it what it is which is we are poisoning ourselves not only that but we are poisoning our spirits because just like breast implants just like the injections when you go and you look at your face in the mirror and you decide, I need to put on makeup to be beautiful or to be out in the world, to be, you know, to go to the grocery store, whatever it might be. And you put on all that makeup and then you have completely transformed the way you look. And then you look in the mirror and you're like, there we go, that's better. You are telling yourself something. You are, maybe not consciously, but you are saying to yourself, you are not beautiful enough. You are not enough. You must alter yourself to be enough. You are not lovable enough just how you are. So how can I find ways to change you, to, to manipulate you? What to me, most of all this is, is like, um, shoot, what's the word? It's like, um, you know what? The word's not coming to me and I say this all the time, um, deforming yourself. You know, a lot of these people, you know, a lot of this is like, you, you it's like deformity. I mean, I, I see so many people with all the injections and all the, you know, the little surgeries, the surgical things, and slowly, more and more, something's just not right. Like something's just not right. And it's like, that's like coming from the most pure, once again, back into that like childlike honesty. Like I'm not, my goal is not to like 
put hatred out and to make you feel ashamed of your choices. But hopefully you're willing to think about like maybe maybe there's another something else that needs to happen here. Is it possible for me to learn to love myself without all of this external stuff? Without all these external things that are like actually poisoning me. I'm trying to make myself beautiful with like with toxic ingredients. You know, am I am I capable of loving myself in all of my pure, you know, just whatever it is that you're criticizing yourself for. I used to always criticize myself for having a big nose because, you know, I always compared myself to my sister who has this like beautiful, perfect little nose. And I always thought, God, I just have this like bulbous nose. And now I'm like, I was crazy. Like poor little Vivian that always got criticized by me for having a big nose. Like my nose fucking is is awesome and it's perfect for my face. And same with Steve. Steve's got a big old nose, but Steve has a big nose because it's proportional to his face because we're kind of designed to like be proportional in our own bodies. And I have this theory and it's my personal perspective. I think all people are beautiful when they are in good health. If you are taking care of yourself, and that's not just physically taking care of yourself, but emotionally as well, and you are radiating that beautiful, like, just, you people know. They see it in your face. They see it in your eyes. They see it in your aura. They feel it in your energy. When you are healthy and you are loved by you, it doesn't fucking matter who else loves you. If you love you and you are healthy, You are beautiful. People look at you and they think, look at that radiating, beautiful person. Even if you're not traditionally, conventionally, you know, mainstream beautiful. You are like, you can have a, a, like a bigger nose or, you know, you know, like you can, I don't know, there's so many things I like thin lips, you know, it's like, oh, you're not, you know, big lips are beautiful. It's like, no, I've seen many women with thin lips And they are just absolutely gorgeous because it's not actually about those things. Like altering those things is not what makes you beautiful. It's really not. What makes you beautiful, what people, when people see beauty, it's like, I mean, of course you can deceive, you can, you know, humans are great at deception. So sure, you can be a fine makeup artist in a, you know, in you can, there are ways to deceive for sure, but that true beauty, that essence beauty that you run into and you're like, you're just stopped and you're like, wow, this powerful human is radiating beauty that has nothing to do with like these, whether or not you have grays in your hair, whether or not, you know, your butt is big enough. Like none of that shit actually matters when you figure out how to love you and accept you for you, oh, that's powerful. And I speak as a recovering self-hater. I mean, I can't tell you how long, how, how most of my life, I mean, this is only recent. This is only really recent for me that I've like 
and it's been like a slow journey and then it kind of like picked picked up traction in this past year really um especially in these past couple months I've just I like oh my god I just never once you love yourself this much you look back and you're like wow imagine had I never felt this and you feel so much compassion for your younger self who like clearly where was the love I did not know how to love myself and even though I quit wearing makeup years ago and even though I quit high heels that's another one like I get it every now and then it's really fun to dress up and wear high heels but high heels are fucking awful awful for you they're so bad for your body like just like physical damage bras bras are another one high heels and bras so fucking bad for your body man so bad for you. You're paying a lot of money for things that are actually like deforming your body. Yet women do it in the name of beauty, of sexiness, whatever the fuck. And you know, it's like, I did that. I wore heels all the time. I wore the makeup every single day. I haven't dyed my hair in a long time. I've never had any injections or any kind of alter surgical alterations or anything like that, nor will I ever. I will never dye my hair again. I don't think I've done that since before my 20s. Um, and even though I've made all of those choices years ago, it only is recent. I mean, and, and I wonder if that's part of it, right? Like slowly decluttering, slowly stripping all, away all the things that I thought made me beautiful, but they actually made me more insecure. They actually brought lower self-worth, okay? And so slowly stripping all of these things away and getting to my raw, naked self. And then you're confronted with what? All of the inner ugliness then you have to confront all the things inside of you the shadows the darkness everything that makes you feel less beautiful internally the insecurities oh girl all of it you have to confront all of that and you do it at whatever pace you you do how with whatever resources work for you and Wow, I have been on that journey. That's the journey that I have been on. And it's, it's, God, it makes life sweet and beautiful and empowering and nourishing and it brings purpose. And it, I just can't imagine going back to a life where I didn't love myself because it's, this is what it's supposed to be. And this isn't supposed to be like a rare thing. This is how we are supposed to feel, but we're growing up in a culture from a young age being told, here's how you need to change yourself. Here's how you need to adjust yourself. You should not be happy in your own body. You must make all of these adjustments to fit in, to be beautiful. And fuck all that. Like, fuck all that. We have a really, really sick problem culturally when it comes to this. And especially for women. But it's also seeping into, you know, the the male culture, but especially for women. And yeah, when you, when you start healing all those wounds and seeing your beauty and something that I've been seeing a lot of that, you know, I only recently in like the past year have learned is a thing, but doing like the mirror work and, and I guess I, 
I just didn't realize it was a thing, but I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful and powerful and something that I like take on more and more. But like that mirror work of like looking yourself in the mirror and making that eye contact and, and like checking yourself out and, and admiring yourself and, you know, admiring all the parts of you, like my freaking floppy pancake boobs and admiring them and being and, and seeing their beauty even in all their deflated flatness because it goes completely against what we're culturally culturally being told that beautiful boobs are and standing up against that and saying no my boobs are fucking beautiful even in their like big giant nipple and all you know it's just have that conversation with yourself. I'm having those conversations with myself and I've never loved myself so much and I've never felt so beautiful at 33. I've never, never in my 20s once did I feel as gorgeous and healthy and alive as I do today. And a lot of it is just stripping away all this bullshit that's fucking killing us taking all that away, stripping it down to you, confronting you and playing you, no distraction, no jewelry, no clothing, no nothing, you, and then you go inward. You go inward and you start to discover yourself. And through self-discovery, you're going to run into a lot of shame and guilt and judgment oh my goodness and slowly you just start you you either you know you can read books about this or you can figure it out on your own or you can hire a coach there's so many awesome ways to start changing the story the the relationship you have with yourself and telling yourself a different story about yourself and speaking to yourself differently and, and looking at yourself like the beautiful, unique, organic person that you are. It's within all of us. We've just been clouded with shit. Pile, shit just piling on layers and layers and layers since we're little kids, right? We freaking come into the world in this toxic environment, you know, not just the drugs that we're being born with, you know, in our systems because our mothers are being injected with drugs and then they're injecting all the newborn babies with all these drugs and all these things. So you're wiping away all of that good, healthy microbiome from the vaginal birth, clearing that away or, I mean, and then, oh my God, it's just like these very traumatic births that are happening from there. It's like doctor's visits. You got to get your shots and you have to take this medicine and you got to do this. And it's just like, man, we are being beat down since before we're even born, since we're in our mother's womb and going to the doctor and the doctor's like, here, take this weird chemical drink so we can make sure that you're not diabetic. Oh my God. It's just, it's, it's, it's dark out there. It's really dark. But the beauty, the beauty is that your body has your back. Your soul has your back. Your spirit has your back. All of you wants to see you succeed and wants to see you thriving and to heal. And if you are willing 
to, to do it, your body, all of you, is there for you. Like the moment you decide, I'm willing. I'm willing to do the work. I'm willing to do what it takes. I'm really willing to step into the shadows, to confront my demons, to step into the darkness, to cry, to feel my emotions. Oh my God, I, I know I talk about this a lot and I have to, I'm gonna talk about it fucking forever because it's changed my life. And I think it could change yours because I'm realizing this is, I'm not alone in this. This is so many women, but our emotions, so many of us are angry. And a lot of why we're angry is because we are not feeling our sadness. So we just, you know, anger is like the emotion of desperation, right? So when we're desperate, we reach to anger because it's like, shit, I need to do something. So we get angry. We don't feel safe being sitting in our sadness. That's often what it is. Maybe we're told when we're young, oh, no, 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 don't be sad. So what I do is I'm now teaching myself, holding my own hand, being my own mother. And when things make me sad, instead of just, you know, reacting and giving into the anger immediately, because that's, you know, what we have to, that's just what I've been uh, program to that's the neural pathway I've been like driving for so long I'm rewriting it and now when th when something happens that would in the past get me really angry I'm able to reflect and feel my body and say what's happening in my body right now and as and often it's like like a heaviness in my heart and that's the indicator wow uh, this makes me really sad. Maybe the thing itself doesn't make me sad, but maybe this thing that happened reminds me of times in my past when I've felt sad. And I think often you kind of have to follow that path, right? So something occurs between you and your partner, you and your mother, say you and a parent, you and a sibling and a friend, and you, you feel emotional. And the thing itself was like very superficial, very like, you know, petty. The thing itself really didn't matter. This happened to Brett and I the other day. The thing itself doesn't really matter. And we had a, and we had a really beautiful conversation around this. Um, but what's really happening is the thing, the petty thing is unearthing the, the, the deep, the deeper issue. So the root is rotting and something happened to kind of poke that nerve and the root is like, oh fuck. And all of a sudden you're feeling emotionally in your body, in your, all of you, all of your being is feeling the effects of, you know, unhealed wounds, un, um, on, yeah, the unhealed parts of yourself. And so when this occurs for me, I have to walk down that path. You know, some petty thing happens with, um, you know, say my sister and I, I feel emotional. Maybe at first I feel angry and then I'm like, hey, Vivian, are you really angry about this? And, you know, no, I don't think I'm actually angry. Maybe like my feelings are hurt a little bit, but what's really happening here? Well, I think maybe this is making me feel sad. 
because I have a lot of memories of something very similar happening. happening. And I didn't know how to sit with my sadness then. And I didn't know how to express my sadness in a way that, that felt safe. And so you express that sadness and you, you sit with those memories and you kind of, I don't want to say rewrite the memory, but you allow yourself to like refeel those feelings and those memories and you comfort yourself. I, I'm saying you, I comfort myself. So a memory sweeps in, something happened and that memory sweeps in and I, and I'm feeling it and I'm like, man, I got so angry when that happened. Wow, I was so angry. But my anger was just a projection of my sadness because I didn't let myself really just sit with the sadness. I had no idea how to let that person know, hey, the way you're treating me makes me feel really sad. Is Are you trying to do this? Are you just distracted? Like, do you understand how you could be hurting me? You know, and I go through this and I walk down this path and before you know it, those memories just kind of fade away. Like in the, not only the mental memory fades away, but the body's memory, emotional memory, the, the tension, the heart racing, whatever, whatever you're physically feeling, that, that kind of slowly dissipates because I held myself, it's like this journey back in time and I hold myself hold space for myself, validate my feelings, let myself be as I go through it. And sometimes that's all we need in difficult moments is just someone there to like, you know, hold the space, maybe hold our hand, maybe offer us, you know, a warm cup of tea, you know, maybe just say, wow, I'm so sad to see that you're hurting so much and we can offer that to ourselves. And that that's truly healing. And when we go in and we heal those parts of us, we start empowering ourselves because we start heightening our self-worth. We start feeling more confident. We start feeling love. And we realize, wow, I'm so full of love. I'm so um, deserving to receive love. And I'm capable of offering myself the love that I deserve. And then you do that and you start and you're offering yourself love that you deserve. And the more you offer yourself love, the more others around you are going to sense that. And often they're going to want to offer you love also. And it's this really beautiful, just like, oh, you know, what's a good analogy there? I don't know, but it's gorgeous and doing that work will 100% shift you out of this like how can I alter my body how can I deform my body um, to feel more beautiful to fit in with society to wow I'm like perfect as is I just have to heal my wounds and show up for myself and get curious and oh it's so beautiful anyone can do it and you don't really need much if you just keep going inward and all the things that seem too scary you kind of just have to lean into it rather than shy away and that's where the magic happens we're all freaking witches we're all magicians we're all goddesses we're all 
full of fucking magic and Pachamama is really healing and she will like expedite some things for you or she will at least hold you. You can go sit out in nature and she will hold you as you go through these things. And the more you clear away all that cloudiness, all of that, all of that shit, the debris, the more you clear all that away, the more, um, you know, intuitive you become, the more clairvoyant, the more, uh, sensitive in a very beautiful healthy way the more sensitive you become and um you start stepping into your power and you start realizing that you are powerful and you are full of magic and all the things they try to convince you that's not real it's real you you know you are the keeper of the wisdom and you have the universe inside of you and you're capable of incredible amazing things and this life can be fucking fabulous it's just a choice and it's a lot of it's just realizing there is a lot to unlearn we have just been brainwashed and poisoned from so many angles at so many levels including oh god it just breaks my heart all this the all this all this shit women have to put up with you know to to have to be subjected to criticism oh my god for you know not wearing a bra but having like saggy mom boobs <laughs> it's just so funny I used to care and I just don't care anymore I don't care um as I shouldn't and like don't look no one's asking you to look and like I don't feel any shame for my saggy mom boobs and you know my cellulite freckled pregnant body like hey, I'm still going to rock that belly and let my belly show even with all that cellulite all down my sides. <laughs> oh man, it's just so beautiful to feel that love and to laugh about it and not take stuff so seriously. I have to mention this because it's kind of funny. Someone sent me like a message to uh, responding to something I posted in my Instagram stories that was like, it was like a, it was like a picture of a woman, like she's kind of got like that tribal look and she's like, I can, I can fish and hunt and forage and build a shelter and build a fire. I bet you're rethinking your girlfriend with her fake nails and her, you know, high heels and her like pumpkin spice shit or whatever, something like that. I actually think I kind of nailed, um, retelling that. And someone, I guess, saw it and got offended by it and wrote me and was just like, why the hate for people making their own decisions? You know, spread love. You know, we don't have to shame others for what they're doing. I'm like, it's, I'm just like, I have a, a sense of humor here. Like, this is like, I think it's kind of fun. It's a funny meme to me. And that's like kind of the point of memes. Like, a lot of it's just to like you know, bring humor to real things, just like comedians, like people just are so easily offended. So I don't take any of that personal. Um, shit, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's, you know, it's, it's, but it's also like, oh, but on the other end of that, like, I'm also really not scared to talk about how I feel about this. Like, yeah, I'm all for women's rights. Do what you want. But don't lie to yourself. You're poisoning yourself. Like, at least be honest with yourself. If you're making these decisions, if you're choosing to poison yourself, you should at least know it. Informed consent. You should really know what you're choosing 
because it's normalized. A lot of people that are making these decisions to get these surgeries and these injections and these implants and these um, buying all this like synthetic stuff to put on and in their body, like they don't realize that it's very toxic. They're just doing it because so many women are doing it. And so I'm like, no, like own it, just own it if that's what you're gonna do. But like, you ought to at least know, you have a right to know you should want to know about how your choices are affecting you. And so that's my whole spiel. And I will always speak out against this because those that make those choices will often try to convince you that you're going to want those choices too. And I'm pretty fucking self-aware and I'm absolutely certain at no point in my life am I going to change my mind on this one because for the same reason I don't go drink gasoline or like do like toxic drugs or, you know, sit in a fucking fire. I don't know. I'm trying to take care. I, I, I know that like respecting my body, honoring my body, treating my vessel as the sacred, beautiful entity that it is and respecting it in these ways for me is part of the challenge of the human experience. Like, yeah, it's easy to, to, to not take care of yourself. It's easy to be gluttonous. It's easy to be lazy. I, I'm making a conscious choice of health because health feels really good and I'm living in integrity when I'm caring for myself. And a huge part of that is avoiding things that I know are toxic for me. So empower yourself however you need to, but you know, know what you're doing. And that's my spiel. I'm going to end it. I hope that if this triggered any feelings of discomfort in you, then maybe it's an opportunity to just go a little bit deeper. And maybe you listen to this and you do all these things and you're like, I don't fucking care. I'm still going to do that. Then like, hell yeah, do what you got to do. Like I, I, it's, I promise you it's less of a judgment and more of just, you know, a perspective. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Sharing a perspective that's like clearly not the common <laughs> perspective, but um, meaningful to me. I'm really fucking happy in my life. And these decisions, everything on share, I share on here contributes to why I'm so happy in my life. And we're living in a time where so many people are so unhappy. Same, hey, same thing goes, you know, with like all of these medications. People are popping pills like it's nothing. And that's like so wild to me. I don't, I don't take any, anything, any kind of medication for anything very consciously. So, um, nor will I. And maybe that doesn't sit right with a lot of people. And I'm not, this isn't a judgment. It's just you know, just sharing my perspective. And that's like all we can do in life. And that's beautiful. I have, a, I have a lot of people that I dearly love and don't sit in the same, you know, mindset as me at all with any of this stuff. And you can disagree with me and we can still be friends and I can still love you because I don't need you to agree with me entirely, but 
Yeah, I sure do enjoy sharing. So, all right, I love you all. I'm getting so rambly, but this has been so fun. Um, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a beautiful week. Make sure you're getting out into the sun. Get that beautiful yoni out into the sunshine. Get lots of fresh air. Don't forget to say thank you. I love you to your food and your water. I've been doing that a lot lately and just like vibrationally feeling a difference. It just feels good. And practicing that gratitude, lots of good sleep, lots of hugs and kisses and forgiveness. And yeah, life is good. Just keep showing up with love.